0: It's Rosewater Song, it's the Rosewater Song, it sounds like every other song I've written before the Rosewater Song.
1: Welcome back once again to the Rosewater Connection podcast. This is part two of a conversation between myself, Heidi and Clint that we began last week around uh, strengths-based leadership and owning your strengths this part of the conversation is a little more focused on preparing to fail and how, uh, you can find success in failure.
0: So I know we talked about this, uh, concept before, um, maybe it's a statement, but, um, we talked about exp- expect to fail. Mm-hmm.
2: Is, there, is there a room Love in that.
0: that connected to strength base? Yes. It just kind of popped in my brain. Does that make sense to you? Oh
2: yes. I love this conversation. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> How does it that makes sense? me excited. Well, because when you're developing, like what we do is we, we develop a personal development plan. And it's, it's based on, on uh, leadership strengths. And so when you're getting purposeful about your interactions with people, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, this is all transferable from, from professional to personal. And when you're taking a look at those interactions, because that's what leadership is, it's our interactions with people. And uh, our opportunities for those. And so I don't ever want anyone leaving my office thinking like, the first time I try and do this and be purposeful about this, that I'm going to win it. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: You know, every time. That you're Mm -hmm. not going to struggle within that. So we talk about what does failure look like? You know, and what are the successes within that? So what does failure look like? Well, I didn't have the conversation. Yeah, And Um, then we take it back to,
1: Okay. I, I can. There's a a point. I, I'm interrupting you because okay. there's. I feel like we talk about it so often that there's been times where I'll like hear your voice in my head, or I'll quote you right <laughs> to kids. Because I I working with kids, especially I. When you're you're down on yourself, something you go to all the time is I didn't say this or I didn't speak up, but you thought about it in the moment, right? That's a victory. Yep. You recognized, oh, I I'm not quite there, and even just that realization is in itself a victory. So there's so
2: many victories within failure, mm-hmm. right? I mean, because failure means we tried. Failure means we've learned. Yeah. Um, there's opportunities for all of it, but recognizing the victories in the failures is the difficult part right Mm -hmm. you go to have a conversation and you feel like like it's on the tip of your tongue and you still don't say anything okay you're one step closer Mm -hmm. you felt it this time yeah you were close next time what's you're just going to progress towards each fail that you have Mm -hmm. and it's important to recognize the victories within failure because otherwise we just stop
0: that's really difficult work to do mm-hmm. solo, right? <clears throat>
2: <laughs> Which is why we talk and we plan to fail mm-hmm. and what that failure looks like, but in terms of victories each time, right? So we break it down into those, those tiny victories of, and I do like the word failure in, in that way, mm-hmm. because we, if somebody doesn't told us that we failed, we're telling ourselves that we failed mm-hmm. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And so how do we, how do we turn that around? What's the spin on it? Oh, well, within that failure, I have this victory. It was one step closer than I was last time.
0: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, I had a conversation.
0: That's, that's a win. A, that's such a sensitive word for so many, mm-hmm. though. Failure. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> what does that mean, right? I failed and. But it, it can't be a but. But it's, it's about the energy, it's about the way that we're, you're using the, mm-hmm. the word failure within the context of uh, supporting and helping the person develop, right? It, it's got a real gentleness, openness to it, transparency to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, failure. Okay, welcome to being human.
2: Yep. <laughs> and we do, like, I mean, I've tried to, especially this year, really normalize the word failure.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? So take that stigma off of it, and, and what does that look like? What does that feel like for you when you're in that situation?
0: And if you take that off somebody's plate, showing up uh, in in life uh, day to day, that they don't have to be in that space of, I can't fail, I can't fail, I've got to be on point, I can't fail, I've got to be excellent here. That's not sustainable. No. Right? But if you have a headspace or can show up in a way that, you know what, I'm going to do the best I can, but uh, I also know that failure... Um, is going to come along, and and I'm okay with that. That feels a lot. <laughs> yep. Well, Cheers, uh, like
2: last week, I, I walked one of my staff through a conversation she had to have with another staff, and I gave her considerations. I gave her words because sometimes those are difficult when you're looking to have a more serious, you know, conversation. And and so I gave her some suggestions, and her first response was and she was taking notes can I bring this paper in with me and I'm like well you can but you don't need to say everything I just told you just let it come out Mm -hmm. let it come out well I'd feel better if the paper's in there and she said can I you know start this conversation off with I'm bringing this paper in with me because I want to you know have a good conversation with you I said absolutely absolutely you can and so you know she went she was wanting to have a firm conversation. It didn't end up being a firm conversation. And she, she come back to me and she says, I did it, but I wasn't very good.
1: <laughs> but you and did the, it.
2: Exactly. I said, you had the conversation. Outcome? Out of your control. Did you say all the things you wanted to? No? Okay. So you have a choice. You, you could have another conversation. No, or... You can wait. You can see what happens. Mm -hmm. I said, but bottom line, you had the courage to walk in there, paper or not, and try to have the conversation Mm -hmm. that you wanted to. right? And that's a huge win.
1: When I think especially in a workplace, I'm probably getting off topic here, but that is so important because it's so easy to leave things alone. And maybe I'm looking at it through a, a professional lens, but I'm sure it's all things. How easy is it? to just ignore the problem and let it fester and grow and become lateral and and an issue, right? How easy is it to uh, do dishes tomorrow?
0: You've been reading my mail.
2: (laughs) Well, and the conversation she had with that specific person, that specific person um, still acted in the same ways, not even like an hour and some later. Did she have any control over that outcome? No,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: right? So do I still think that she did a great job by having the conversation? Absolutely. Absolutely, she did. Mm-mm. Right? And I said, we, we cannot put ourselves on, uh, you know, the outcome. Yeah. right, Because the outcome is, is a change of behavior on somebody else. Right? That's on them.
0: Yeah, but the value in being the noticer, right? Of uh, here, Here's the thing. You walked past, pushed aside, fear. And worry, uh, some overwhelming stuff, yep. uncertainty unknown, maybe some negative uh, connotations of self based on your history. You push past all of that mm-hmm. and you, you actually did the try. Yeah. That's a cosmic win. It's huge. Yeah. When I looked at her and I just said, I'm proud of you. Good job. Like you, you had that
2: conversation. Just walking in that door, mm-hmm. intending to have that conversation, no matter if your words came out like you wanted them to or not, that's huge. And next time you do it, be easier. Mm-hmm. Next time after that, even easier.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's important to think too. Like sometimes it's harder, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe the next one won't be as easy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But on a grander scale. Progress is, is progress, right? Like you're, there's peaks and valleys and everything.
2: Our learnings are within the, the, the failed pieces of that conversation mm-hmm. too, right? We were so close to saying it and we didn't. Yeah. Why didn't we say that? You know, sometimes it's 2020, sometimes we're right in that moment and we don't have the guts to do mm-hmm.
1: it. I, uh, and I'm saying that because I think when you're, you're looking at failure, And you're especially if you're you're trying to put it in this lens, you're building up to like total success. Right. I had the conversation. It went exactly the way I want it to. I'm done. I'm perfect. Every conversation is going to go that way. And then you have the next one and it doesn't go very well. You're you're building up to these conversations are going to go well more often. They're going to Eventually, they're going to go well more often. They're going to go the way you want more often than they don't. They're going to, there's, it's not like, uh life's not a video game. You don't get to level 100 and then stay there. Sometimes skills atrophy or wax or wane or you're not having your best day or this con- context of this conversation is a little bit different. It's just because you've succeeded once doesn't mean. Did it. I'm well, done. There's, over.
0: there's always going to be so many things that are out of your control, out mm-hmm. of uh, your, your influence, right? You're going to show up and, and you're going to do the try, and you're going to have a whole bunch of experiential learning in your proverbial, uh, you know, tool belt that you have, you know, over time um, built up. And there's the win. you're going to go do that. And sometimes it's going to go the way that you want sometimes it's not that has nothing to do with you but the win is in the tries and then a growth
2: well and planning for failure is actually planning for success period yeah you mentioned that one before if we set people up without talking about the failure in there because that's gonna happen
0: yeah be aware
2: right otherwise what's the point of of doing the work yeah we're allowed to talk about failure
0: whoa 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 whoa.
2: and let's plan for it (laughs) what does failure look like so when it comes we're not absolutely crushed or devastated, or you know, that's getting into that negative self talk. We go, Okay, we talked about this, I knew this was going to happen. Here's my tools next time. Here we you go.
1: Have
2: your yep, because it, failure crushes people, so yeah. let's normalize it and
0: plan for it. And if you don't go through this proactive, positive process, then over time. People if, quit. If you're, you're right. You've got a failure, a failure, a failure, and now you're internalizing now that. Now I'm no good. And now your anxiety is going up through the roof, and you've got fears and worries overwhelmed and adequate going through the roof. And uh, what's the outcome of that? I'm going to avoid.
2: What do, we, do we feel we have any strengths at all?
0: Right. And so you, you can't recognize it because you're too far gone with all of that. Mm-hmm. And what's on the flip side of the high anxiety is the low mood. And you ask me to talk about and recognize and, and savor and, and develop my strengths, that's tall order. Yeah, well,
2: let's talk about blame and shame and guilt in there too, right? Like, right, those
0: are always great close cousins that are all hanging out together. Yeah, Truth.
2: But yeah, people don't like the word, and I think there's so much victory mm. in the failure, and it's important to talk about and to plan for.
0: Yeah, what'd you learn? What would you learn? I, and oftentimes that's coming up in my conversations a lot of, um, you know, something happened, there was circumstance in somebody's life, there was some suffering. Um, somebody may have shown up in ways that they didn't want to. They may have said something and behaved in certain ways or both that mm-hmm. they're not proud of. Okay, welcome to being human again. Rather than, uh, you know, dumping on ourselves and and staying there, what if we look at it through the lens of, all right, uh, what did you learn? What's your takeaway? And that has a different headspace to it, right? And that has a different energy to it. It's and when we throw in the the word opportunity, we can look at this as an opportunity as to what what you learned. Stay there, right? And if you stay in that headspace when you go through some the sufferings of life, and you go, okay, what I learned, what am I taking away? This is an opportunity. Um, for some growth here, that feels better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets us out of that, and it actually propels us forward again. Yep.
2: Yeah. And, and it's funny the, the number of times, especially this year, where staff have come back, no planned meeting, no nothing, and come up and went like, "I failed," and here is what I noticed, you know. And they're saying I failed with a smile on their face.
0: A uh, huge difference, right?
2: Yeah. It's, it's huge. I failed and this happened just like we talked about. I'm like, perfect. So what's the next step? So I noticed this and this is this is what I want to try and do next time. Awesome. But they're so happy just with the noticing. And even just saying out loud, I failed. And they're, you know, big smile on their face. That's awesome. Because failing means learning, mm-hmm. growing, unlearning, whatever.
0: And, you know, that, that check-in culture that we always talk about as well within... Workspace, and of course it can be within the personal lives as well, but, you know, checking in with uh, individuals that we're sharing time and space with, can we be more cognizant of when we do the check-ins, um, having that at the top of our, you know, perspective um, in those moments of strength, areas of awesome, right? Because if somebody's going through something, that stuff is taking a burner right? It, is, it seems to be the human condition uh, more often than not. If if I'm going through some suffering in life, um, those strengths that I may have recognized and known in myself and been proud of, they seem to go in the back seat for a while. Mm-hmm. And what comes up in a passenger seat beside me is all the stuff that um, I believe it, it is not cool about myself, right? Not good. Yeah.
2: You know, I I wrote a post about most of this today, which is actually just kind of coming to me now. But, you know, when we can't <clears throat> maybe appreciate the situation or maybe other people's actions in the situation, um, can we take the lesson? You know, can we be thankful for the lesson within that? And that I think it speaks to the, the failure piece and, and not being able to um,
0: bring our strengths up. There's a distinct uh, flip there, conscious uh, other side of how am I choosing to look at this. Mm -hmm. And when you get deliberate about that and say to self, okay, what's my takeaway here? Mm -hmm. What's the learning? Okay, there it is. Moving forward, right?
2: Because we get, well, like I, I used some examples this morning, but as far as like, <clears throat> am I learning the lesson if the lesson is about other people? You know, sometimes, sometimes people teach yep. us and, you know, the lessons that we can actually do anything about come from within. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, sit in, in resentment and when we do that, it's about other people and not ourselves. Too with those those lessons, and we want to teach people lessons. I want to teach people lessons too, often. <laughs> I really do sometimes, <laughs> but then it's not about me, right? And so it's to me when it's it's this is where my control lies. Can I ask you a question, Wes? Go ahead. <clears throat> Did. You and I, because I can't remember at this moment, have the plan to fail conversation?
1: No, I think you knew that I was the one exception and wouldn't experience any failure. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That was it. I, if we did, I don't think we did this time around.
2: Well, but you know what I noticed about you? And I think it was from a few years of going through the process too, but. Um, you in particular, and and some others, are willing to be challenged, mm-hmm. right, with those strengths, and not, you know, choose something that that could be, you know, easy. viewed as yep viewed yeah. as as easy. Yeah,
1: no, that's true. We did. There was a couple that were uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 I think that was really my goal for the year was getting more comfortable with discomfort
0: oh. overall
1: uh and i mean i'm sitting and you you myself on a right, right so.
2: so here's my question yep you got and chose i guess further discomfort than i thought you would mm-hmm. right and this is this is strengths-based work yep so what what pushed you
1: I think if if you're going, we're going into this with a lens of self-improvement, right? Mm-hmm. And so if I'm, I think it's okay to be honest with yourself and know your limits and know your limitations and where, where you're at right now. But in that moment, it was something, this was uh, a goal that I knew I was capable of now. I just didn't love it you know, I'm not good. Right. And who
2: does? Yeah. But yet, did you then have more confidence in your capacity, in your strengths?
1: Um, yeah, I would say so. Like, well, and I, I, I don't know if it's more confidence or if it's even just like, uh, take a moment to like assess and, and reassure yourself. Like, I know I'm capable of this. I know that, when we go sit down next year, or the year after, and, and reassess that, there will be failures and there will be successes. But I, it, it's. I, I think it is. Maybe it wasn't my goal for this year. Maybe it was my goal for last year. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, it took a a moment where I'd like, kind of decide, I'm like, I'm gonna do it because I can do it. And I, whether I want to do it or not is irrelevant mm-hmm. because or, or maybe it is you just have to want it more than you don't want to want it I guess because if I really truly didn't want it at all I wouldn't have done it but I wanted to grow I wanted to next time when we sit down have that be a higher strength or, or
2: um... what I liked was that usually I do the challenging, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, and and a lot of people rise right up to it, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. But the difference with you is that you chose it,
1: and mm-hmm. you
2: chose more.
1: Yeah, it's, no, um, I, I want to do this,
2: one. which was awesome. Like to me, I was like, I'm so proud of you. You mm-hmm. like you and beyond what I thought you were gonna go. That's that's amazing, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and I think it speaks to. I think I think part of it is because you have owned. Your strengths in mm-hmm. doing that, right? In that, in that self awareness on what's my capacity. I think those were the words you use. Yeah. And uh, you know, that's that's a self awareness and that's owning. You know, I've got this within me.
1: Yeah, I would say I can get there. I think the growth I've had uh, in the past few years working with BGC, specifically since this leadership, um, the growth has been owning my strengths. Mm -hmm. I knew what they were before, but I kind of, you know, you shy away from them. You don't want to say.
2: You don't speak them aloud. Yeah.
1: yeah." And it's it's accepting them. Whereas I was aware of them before. And that's where it ended. Yeah, there's
2: a a big difference between, you know, knowing what you're good at and saying what you're good Uh, at in front of people.
1: Well, and I think. Like understanding and feeling like where i I understand this is a strength, but you still have all that negative self talk or or, mm-hmm. or self, the the doubt the self deprecation um getting better at pushing that aside I think
2: something um, you have within you right yep. and it's that yep. self awareness piece mm-hmm. is what I'm hearing mm-hmm. you say
1: i the speak, owning your strengths, I've always thought I was a very self-aware person and oftentimes <laughs> there you go, it's, it's hard, it sucks it feels mm-hmm. gross uh, um, I think that that came from a place of I don't want to say weakness but um, it wasn't a, a, always a positive thing it came from a, a place of self-deprecation where I knew i would uh, there was a time when i would only see my deficits right and over time that changed it was um hearing my own voice in my head less than other people's um but that has has really been the growth since this the leadership development that we've started at at bgc is i'm not just aware but I'm accepting of strengths. Whereas before I would think, oh, I'm good at this, but no, I can't be that good, or someone's better. Or, I could I'm good, but I'm not great. And that that negative self talk, those buts you were you were mentioning mm-hmm. before, they're ands. No.
2: That's awesome. You That's know that, cool. <clears throat> that whole self awareness piece is interesting because sometimes that comes about from self-preservation mm-hmm. too right when you said well oh, you know I, I see it as this and that's just what came to me right because i'm going to judge me before you can judge me
0: i'm going to yeah. be aware before oh, you yeah. can we cope yep. through that mm-hmm. mechanism too.
2: oh yeah absolutely and, and as soon as you said that that like right just because you know why am i self-aware how did i get to where i'm at with with owning my strengths um and and the things that I need to improve on. Where you know where did that come from? And as soon as you said that, right away. Well, sometimes I have to because I need to uh, survive, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, right? I right. Get I need to know
1: exactly what my limitations right. are, right?
2: Or exactly what somebody could come back at me
1: with, mm-hmm.
2: right? And within yeah. that, some people can Lead lean into punch. all deficits, absolutely, yeah. right? But when you you're connected, um, you know, within or to that that empowerment, that feel, um, it's much easier to to own the strengths that mm-hmm. way but in survival you're prepared for everything. Yep. So you know what anyone could come at you with. Oh, I think that's part of it for me. I judge me before you can judge me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know where I'm at before you can.
0: Now I'm thinking about that. I'm going, oh yeah. <laughs> right? Or the, well, the the
2: overthinking, right? Oh, yeah, because when you're when you're surviving, you're preparing yourself for everything. Mm-hmm. Right. What could possibly be said to me or done to yep. me or, you know, what does that look like? How right? can someone interpret So this? you think through all these different scenarios so that you're ready for what's coming.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that is something that it, you know, it's a double edged sword. It has served Absolutely. me very well at times and it has mm-hmm. been um, a severe hindrance at others where sometimes if I'm planning an event or something, you need to think of every possible um, negative outcome. Uh, And then there's other times where you need to just get on with it. And yeah, that could happen. A million things could, but you can't let it uh, take over your life. That's
2: funny. And I would have used the examples in the opposite way because at work, I'm like, meh, whatever comes up, I'm good at. Mm -hmm. Personal, I'd be like,
0: overthink, 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 be ready. Okay. (laughs) Like, it's it's the Well, we started off talking about, and, and Wes had a query about, What's up with the reps? Why do we have to go through reps? Like, time and again, this whole conversation is about you go through it, you go through, you go through. It takes time, it's process. Mm-hmm. There's suffering, there's failure, right? But in the end, what's the outcome that you're looking at, right? My takeaway is there's some good stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Very cool.
1: Do either of you have anything you want to end off this episode with?
0: Mm. Something on your mind? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um,
2: <clears throat> I just think that um, a strengths-based approach to anything, there's a lot of it's a lot of process, it's a lot of steps, and I I, I do believe that breaking down those steps is important in the first one you know, being that, that self-awareness and, and name your strengths to yourself. I think that's that's the, the first part of it because so many people back away from it. And I think if we don't know them and, and purposefully um, take notice mm-hmm. of what we do have, right? What's our outlook? I think that's the first step and there's a lot more. And just remembering that we're, that we're human and uh Mm -hmm. we can't live life without failing so how do we reframe it Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah and and to remember to always be gentle and patient and compassionate to self number one and uh, when we do that work right then we have a better opportunity to do that same for others and if we can focus more on our areas of awesome and our strengths and pump our own tires more often, hashtag number one, then we can do that for others as well. Mm-hmm. Right? So that equation never goes out of the style. One thing that I forgot to mention was um there there's a website via V-I-A, mm-hmm. via character dot org. Viacharacter.org. Via and what Via Character as uh, an organization has done over a lot of years here is focused on uh, strengths, character strengths, and focused on uh, value systems and naming them, right? So we can have some language around strengths and character strengths. And when you read through and, and, and you uh, go through the content on uh, that Via Character has, has shared over the years, Um, You start to recognize, you know, what you're drawn to. That's me. Oh, that's me. That's me. Well, that's not not me. (laughs) Or that's me. Um, You can start to identify with some different language that maybe you hadn't thought about that you can be proud of. And even with the value systems that they have um, outlined there, you can remind yourself as to what's important to you, right? And when you remind yourself and you are solid with uh, your value systems, your belief systems, and, and you know what you're going to hang your hat on every day. Your core values. Your core values, right? That stuff. When you've got that kind of tucked away in, in some cleaner, clearer ways, um, you show up authentically more often. And, and that's a good recipe too. So I just wanted to put that out there.
2: <clears throat> I forgot about that because you um, brought that to us a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and we put it into our leadership curriculum.
1: All right, well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Rosewater Connection. We'll be back next week with another episode. Again, you can find a link tree to all of our social media platforms in the episode description, along with a suggestion box that you can leave any uh, topics for potential future episodes or suggestions to help us improve these episodes. Coming from a place of strength, though. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, ah. I want constructive criticism only, and not even criticism, just construction. <laughs> um, I think also it was via character we'll link to that in the episode description as well so go check that out and we'll see you next week I, was I don't
0: I'm taking a peace song <laughs> I'm glad you didn't hear it it's quite <laughs> personal
2: <laughs> uh, oh
0: does well, it doesn't sound like I'm course. an old I'm an old man? It takes me a long time. To pee. I'm still sitting here taking a pee. Look at me, I'm take. Hi, Rosie. Yeah, you too, hey. I know you have to go too.